Welcome to More For Me by Kat Nicole, yours truly. What up, homie? What's going on? How was your week? How you been living? Are you living, Biggie Smalls? I'm surrounded by criminals. I'm not surrounded by criminals, but I am surrounded by Team Thompson. And sometimes those other uh, members of Team Thompson, they get your girl raising eyebrows. Did I do it right? Mm, questionable. Is this your first time joining More For Me by Kat Nicole? Welcome. It's an honor and a privilege to have you here in the studio with me today. Um, if this is not your first time, welcome back. Always good to have you in the building. Now, I'm hoping that you're going to enjoy this episode. I'm hoping you're going to enjoy it so much that you're going to share it with somebody, that you're going to feel connected and that you want to be a part of the homieship. You want to be a homie. So the first thing I'm going to ask you to do, you can do it right now or wait till the end of the episode. I say right now. Why wait? But I want you to subscribe and turn on your notifications so you can make sure that you catch the content when it drops every Tuesday. Um, and it's right there for your eyes and ears, whatever your preference. But I also want you to like, comment, share, rate, and review. There's a lot of things that you can do. Now, why would I ask you to do those things? Nah, it's just not doing for doing sake. When you do that, you let other people know that more for me is out there for them. And then we can spread this message, the good news to motivate people, to expose, empower, and equip them as I share my journey past and present with people as I'm journeying towards the destination of more that God has for me. And if you caught last week's episode, that was another opportunity to journey with somebody else and we can further see how God is moving in and through people and that whether things are good or bad, that every opportunity that arises is a chance for us to become a better version of ourselves and get closer to that destination of more. I don't know about you, but I like the sound of that. That's why I'm here on this journey. So again, I hope you join me. Now, this week, what are we getting into? What are we getting into? Man, the year is just rolling. And as always, time flies, whether you're having fun or not. But for me this week, it's uh, more of one that's, uh, that's more re reflective. Uh, still happy, still good, but reflective overall. I said that's my overall tone uh, for this week. Uh, my grandmother's birthday, you guys definitely heard me talk about her, Granny, Granny Lula. Her birthday is this week on the 6th of February, to be uh, exact. And around this time, I generally always kind of reflect on her, on her life and on her legacy. And it's a really uh, a great opportunity because I had the chance to spend a lot of time with my grandmother growing up. Um, so uh, not not ever really sad moments, but like literally just thinking about some of the times we had, things she used to say and uh, the principles that she taught me. And she taught <laughs> she taught a whole lot. She was always handing out lessons. That's for sure. Um, one of the things about my grandmother, though, is that she was old all my life. And it kind of sounds weird um, when you say it, but like <laughs> in my naivete, when I was a bit younger, uh, she and my mom was just so old. I had asked her at some point, I said, hey, Granny, uh, were you a slave? And it seems like an odd question to ask, but it was all in love. And, uh, you know, barely. I wasn't paying attention to the 1921 she was born in, you know, timing. But she's like, no, I was raised on a farm and I did work my parents' farm. So, yeah, like I, I did some uh, some 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 work out there. But no, maybe I wasn't a slave. She just corrected me in love. And that was beautiful. But moral of the story, she was always old. And uh, 
She was old and so were her homies. Granny had homies and uh, and they were old as well. So I spent a lot of time with these old people. Um, but one of the things that my grandma used to say a lot as I go on and on about how old she was, she actually would have been 100 this year, uh, but she died at 93. But um, one of the things she would always say, she said a lot, a lot, give me my flowers while I'm still living. And uh it took me a while to, to hang on, uh, to catch on to like what she was saying and what it really meant. But she said it a lot. And I, I uh, emphasized that she and her homies were really old because that means that there was a, a point in my life where I had an opportunity to attend a lot of wakes and funerals because her homies were uh, passing away. Uh, folks that she did life with, whether through church and or other other spheres or circles of her life that um, as people started to die and transition, I began to hear this more and more. Give me my flowers while I'm still living. And so I remember being at like a, a funeral or a wake and my grandmother, she had a garden at the house. She had her flowers planted in the front. She would take care of them and all that stuff. Like she was, she was out there. And so I knew she had appreciation for beautiful flowers and gardening and, and, and that type of thing. But when we would go to like these wakes or funerals, some, one of the things that she would lament about is just like, um, she would be so kind of happy to look at all of the beautiful arrangements and stuff. It's like gorgeous, like beautiful flowers. And she would admire and appreciate them. But then in the same in the same setting, she would also be saddened and she would say, it's so sad that so-and-so is not even here to see it. And I'm like, that's a good point, Dad. People can't see these flowers. But what I came to learn and understand as she continued to say, you know, give me my flowers while I'm still living, is that she was really just saying that she wanted to be, and she would hope that she would be appreciated while she was alive. Because at her funeral, she couldn't really take in all the kind words, the flowers and the things that people would say and share. Um, and so that was one of the things that she hoped for. And thankfully, um, I had the opportunity to actually give her her flowers while she was still living. So I was really intentional about things, whether um, as I got older, my pockets grew a little bit because of the my, my working and things like that, that I would occasionally send her a floral arrangement or I would do certain things um, for her for her or with her that I know that that they that she really appreciated and um and, and, and that makes me smile that I was able to give her her flowers while she was still living. But I say all that to say, because this is such a universal principle. So happy birthday to my grandma, but give me my flowers while I'm still living. It's not just something for granny. It's not something that I did away with. It's something that I learned to apply to life, to my life. And so I'm coming for, before the homieship today because I want us to all I want for us all to know, appreciate, and apply this principle to our lives, like on the daily. Give me my flowers while I'm still living. And I say my flowers. I want you to say that, like, give me my flowers, but I also want to give other people their flowers while they're still living. And so what does that mean exactly to give people their flowers? You can literally give people flowers like you can grow them yourselves you can buy them you can order them and uh, we're still under uh quarantine so you can have those flowers shipped directly to a person whatever have you but you could physically give people their flowers but at the heart of giving someone their flowers it's really to show appreciation for a person while they're still living and i've been practicing that in so many ways with my words and my deeds 
of course, it starts in my thoughts, right? So when I have a thought, I've been more prompt, I've been prompted more often recently to share that with a person, right? So it's like, man, I sent my sister a text last week and she was just on my heart. And I'm like, man, I love you. And I'm so proud of you. And just gushing out love through these keys and sending her all these text messages. So she wakes up and she sees that, hey, I dropped a little love bomb on her and and there's a, a virtual hug because she's in Michigan and I'm not clearly. Um, I'm in Cali. But that she came on my mind and I don't want there is something to happen and, and she doesn't know that. So I share that. Um, I've taken opportunities with people that I, I work with and serve with that church. And I'm like, you know what? I admire you. I admire this about you and your family. It's a great example. It encourages, it inspires me, inspires me, and it exposed me to uh, uh, greater that God could do in and through um, me and my family as well. Sharing those thoughts that you have of other people, like maybe it's your boss or somebody at work. You don't even have to talk to them all the time, but you're like, you know what? That was a really good presentation. It's not going to hurt you, but it might change that person's world. It might change their day. It might help them because they wanted. Maybe they have uh, that cat Nicole syndrome and you're trying to make things right or as best or perfect as they can be. And, and the fact that, hey, I still got something out of that or that was a good presentation. Good job. That might really make their day and, uh, and help them calm down in terms of beating themselves up. You never know. The list goes on and on and I can continue to tell you what I do. But I just want to make sure that we literally stop and take the opportunity to um, look beyond ourselves. Right. So the world, I tell this to my son, like the world is not just about you. And that's another universal principle. But look beyond yourself, be selfless and look to see how you can show gratitude and appreciation for someone else, whether it's something they they did or said. And you know what? Sometimes it's unsolicited that they didn't earn it, but that you just go ahead and give out that give out that love, that kind word, that good deed, opening up a door, saying thank you, being polite. Um I don't know. The list goes on and on. So this week, it's really, really simple. Simple, but not easy, yet powerful. Very, very powerful to take the time to look beyond yourself, consider other people and make sure you give people their flowers while they're still living. Let them know that you're thinking of them, that you appreciate them and that you're grateful for them. That's it for this week, guys. And I want to take the time to let you know that I appreciate you for stopping by and hanging out in the studio with me today and any other day that you have. You don't have to, but I definitely do appreciate it. And so my flowers to you. Thank you for taking your time this week to hang out on the homie ship with me and my homies. I hope that you enjoyed the episode and that you share this little nugget with someone else. And But before you go to share it, Make sure you apply it to your own life. Look beyond yourself and give someone else some flowers. Until next week, remember, God has more for me. God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care. <laughs>